0: Hey, you are back with Jenny and Tash and we are Riding in the Weeds. We thought that we would just record a shorty on a topic that we love to discuss in the background. Working with bikes, working with horses, one of the things that comes up a lot is equipment, right? And so we're gonna talk a little bit about equipment versus having the fundamentals and foundation of training. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. When I am coaching people, one of the things I really like to stress is that having better equipment does not make you a better rider. It does not replace your skills. What it does is it enhances your skills. So we're gonna dive in deep here. If you are somebody that is always curious about when you're going to do something, if you're wanting to become a mountain biker, if you're wanting to dive into the world of horses, if you're wanting to be a business person, you're wanting to start a new career, what are the tools that you need to have in order to actually make it happen? This is the podcast for you. So stay tuned, stick with us, and we're gonna make this a short and sweet little episode about considerations when it comes to equipment versus skills and what you need in terms of foundations so Jenny how you doing
1: I'm doing great Tosh how are you
0: I am doing good as I said I love this topic so do you want to kick us off with some thoughts on equipment in all realms of the things that we talk about
1: yeah I feel like I can talk about this one from several different perspectives. Being a fairly new bike rider, I've actually had to just go out and buy all my equipment. But as a horse person for many, many, many years, I can say that I gave up a long time ago on making any kind of fashion statement. If you know me, you know that I'm pretty much a very functional type person. So I want things to work well and be useful to me. And beyond that, if they look Cool, great, but that's not a requirement. In the horse world, just like you mentioned with the bike world, it can be very, very easy to fall into the trap of believing that a different bridle would be better, a different saddle would be better, a different thing would improve your experience riding or improve your horse's ability to do something. And the problem is when we put that ahead of focusing on the fundamentals and the foundation of our skills then the gadget isn't going to get us where we want to be and we'll end up frustrated and disappointed and potentially injured or worse because we skipped over skills and put equipment ahead of skills
0: yeah absolutely it's funny what's popping into my mind right now as an analogy my husband always uses the thought of, are you still watching a black and white TV? You know, we don't ski on 200 plus centimeter skis anymore. We have shorter skis, like technology has changed. So I think there's this crossover between technological advancements that have been made in every area of our world, things that make things easier. And then there is the need to have versus the want to have. So when we're talking about equipment, it is really important to step into the technology that is working in today's age because when I talk about mountain biking, when I talk about snowboarding, skiing, I always use the thought of the people who design this equipment are generally inherently lazy. They want to have the most fun that they can have. These engineers are out there designing better skis, better snowboards, better horse saddles, better mountain bikes. We're always getting more technology. And I think too, there's so many considerations. However, when your thought pattern, when you are going out and buying something is, will this make me better at dot, dot, dot? Will this replace the skill? When you're riding a bike, you can have clipped-in pedals or you can be on flat pedals. It is not a, you will be a better rider if you are clipped in. You can't do XYZ unless you're clipped in. That's not the truth. It is a different experience. I personally don't clip in. I believe in riding with flat pedals. I love using my pedal strokes, thinking about how to keep my feet on the pedal, creating my own balance. Once you have that balance, once you know how to keep your feet on the pedals, then great. Go and clip in if you want to have the experience of being clipped in. Sometimes if you're going really, really fast, your feet fly off the pedals and there isn't anything you can do about it. But you want to make sure that to start with, You have the ability. Years ago, I was struggling with snowboard boots. and I just kept getting the wrong boots. Different story, won't go into it. But one day I kind of thought to myself, you know what, one of the things when you're learning to become a ski instructor, what they do is they get you to unbuckle your boots and ski down the mountain. You are asked to find your own stability. And so that's what I decided with my snowboarding boots. I was like, you know what? I am going to stop relying on my boots to give me the stability and I'm going to build from the feet up. And then when I got really good boots again, I've sorted all my issues out. I was a 10 times better snowboarder than I was before because now I wasn't relying on the equipment. Now the equipment was enhancing the skills that I already had. So... Yeah, it's nice to have the newest, the latest, the greatest, the most expensive, the best. And it makes the experience generally more fun and a little bit easier. However, if you don't have those foundation skills, if you don't have what you need to make the things work, if you don't have the basic understanding of what you need to do physically, it doesn't matter how much money you spend on the gear or the equipment, it's not going to replace fundamentally bad habits or just holes in your skill set
1: yeah that's the perfect way to put it having holes in your skill set will not be fixed by the equipment and coming from the horse world it's important that your equipment fit properly but after that what that equipment is is so much less important than the actual skills i've worked with my riding trainer now for probably close to 18 years and i've observed her teaching and training in a lot of different situations and she has this amazing ability to take whatever the rider and the horse show up with and make it work and she'll frequently hop on people's horses in whatever saddle they have and she's a small person so if they have a large saddle That can be kind of uncomfortable and awkward because it means you can wiggle around a lot because there's a lot of room, right? But she makes it work and her balance is that good that regardless of the saddle, regardless of the horse, she is able to be stable in any situation. She frequently will hop on without even adjusting the stirrups. It doesn't matter to her because her balance is that strong. And you can have equipment that doesn't fit, which would be a problem. Like you said, like wrong boots is a problem when you're in that situation. I've changed my bike seat because my original bike seat was terribly uncomfortable for me. And I found myself in postures on the bike that I realized were avoiding the discomfort in the seat. And it was then that I realized, okay, I need to go out and find something different. This is an issue that will make my experience better. It will improve my biking because I will be able to sit better. I won't be like doing strange things to avoid discomfort. And as a result, I was able to have more fun. But at that point, it was truly an issue with my equipment causing pain. Versus just wanting something different or trying to use that as a way to improve my overall skill set. So, making sure when you're looking for equipment that you're recognizing that, I think, is one of the keys. Like, my saddle's used, it's also synthetic. I ride my horse in a synthetic saddle, which is convenient because he's over six foot tall, so hoofing it up there. It's lighter weight, which is nice. That's one of the things I was looking out for. It's also not a very expensive saddle. I've also ridden in my trainer's $3,000 saddle. Fantastic ride. Would I love to have one? Absolutely. But hay is a little more important than the saddle right now. So I stick with what I have because it is working. It has its own challenges that I do have to work around. It's not as ideal as I would like it to be, but it works. And that's what's the most important right now. And frankly, if I can learn to ride in that, I'll be fine when i do make an upgrade to something better so looking for those points like what's the difference here why am i seeking out different equipment if it's just to improve my skills then that's not the right reason to be buying it
0: yeah that's that's so true your coach's three thousand dollar saddle really made me remember i had a road bike for a while and it was just a cheap alloy bike nothing fancy And I went biking with a friend one day and we were doing something. She's like, here, try my bike. And I jumped on her bike and I was like, no wonder I'm working so hard. Like everything was carbon. And, you know, the same thing with cross-country skis. I'd never really thought about my cross-country skis. It wasn't important to me. I got to go out cross-country skiing. And then I was having issues with my shoulder and I was really, really struggling to the point where I wasn't sure if I was actually going to be able to get home because my shoulder was not working and you can't really propel yourself on cross country skis. And she's like, here, use my skis. And I was like, how much difference are your skis really gonna make? And it blew my mind. I was like, man, I am working so much harder than you are. However, I also do not have the skills that she has at all. And it was working for me and I wasn't, going out to do races, I always say that the difference between guys and girls when it comes to mountain biking is that physically, on average, guys are stronger than girls and they can muscle through stuff. And it's probably the same with horse riding. So for a female to be as good as a guy on a bicycle, they are probably a lot more skilled than the guy because we have to really rely on our skills versus overcoming with the muscles. And it just it's the same when it comes to equipment, right? You work with what you got. You can be just as good as any guy out there riding a bike, riding a horse, skiing, snowboarding, rock climbing, any of the things. But sometimes you might need to to have more skills because your equipment that you're working with is not the same as somebody else's. But at the end of the day, so what it comes down to. It comes down to increasing your skills versus going out and spending more money. Yes, it can sometimes make it easier, but it will never replace those foundation skills
1: yeah 100 percent. and i see that very much the same thing with horse riders and with women versus men especially in most of your pleasure level areas with horses there are far more women in the sport than there are men and i say sport really loosely because there's an awful lot of people who don't do any sort of sport with their horses they just enjoy being with them so pleasure bike riders would be the same equivalent but women in riding tend to get more creative to get the job done because we don't have the physical advantage. And that's not to say that there's anything wrong with that either. But when you understand that you have to come at things from a little bit different angle, my horse legit weighs one ton. He's 2000 pounds. I'm like one 15th of his weight on a good day. (laughs) There's no mechanical advantage there. So I need to figure out how to have his cooperation and support to do the things that I want to do, which I would hope are things that he also wants to do, but I can't muscle him. I don't win. And it's a losing battle all the way around. So sometimes being able to look at things from a little bit of a different perspective, like how can I use some of my own mechanical advantage or get creative and use different skills in order to accomplish something that someone else might be able to physically do a lot easier it's very possible and your equipment can assist you with that but it's not going to replace those foundational skills at all
0: absolutely i'm going to leave us with this note what came to mind as you were talking you know we've got this massive 90 pound doodle dog and so many people have made the comment that I like having a little dog because I don't have to train them nearly as well because if stuff's going wrong or I don't like the situation we're in, I can just pick that dog up and walk away. So if the dog's being a little poopied, they're like, it's all good, I can just pick them up. Whereas for me, after about, I don't know, the first three months, there was no picking my dog up and removing him from a situation. There needs to be some serious skills and some foundations that we have to have that yeah if i'd chosen a smaller dog i could be lax i wouldn't have to worry about those sorts of things as much and so in every area of life you can for sure take a different choice buy different equipment you can make it easier but at the end of the day it is enhancing those skills, just because you can pick the dog up and remove it from the situation. That doesn't mean you have a better behaved dog. It just means that you've got a different way of managing the situation. So uh, we promised this will be short. We're gonna wrap it up there. If you have any thoughts on equipment, if you have any questions about this, and if you have any questions specifically relating to uh, equipment on your bike that you might be thinking, like, what should I get, this or that? Please shoot me an email if you have questions about horse riding stuff, shoot Ginny an email. If you want to dig into that little conversation that I threw in at the end about skills and training and behavioral issues and energies with your pets and animals, that is a Ginny topic that you can reach out to her at any time. And she is here to help us with those sorts of things. When it comes to your career, when it comes to business, there are a ton of of things that we could talk about as far as how you need the foundation skills, what kind of equipment, how you can get started in all sorts of different places and not letting the need to have something that you don't have stop you from stepping into that new experience, stepping into what it is you want to do in your life. It is not an excuse. The skills we can always build on our own for free. There's a ton of help out there for those things. So I am Natasha Lockie. I am here to help you build your confidence on your bike, stepping into your dream life, moving through trauma, building business. And you can find me at Betty Gohard on Instagram, Natasha Lockie on Facebook. Please reach out if there is anything I can assist you with. I'm always here to have a conversation and I've got a ton of resources I can give you to help you move through whatever it is you are trying to move through in your life. What about you, Jenny?
1: Yeah, I'm Jenny Brandon. I'm an animal communicator and energy healer for animals and their people too. And you can find me on the web at soulpetconnections.com and on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube under the same handle. And I help connect people and their pets on a deeper level so that everybody can get back to harmony and happiness, resolving behavior and health challenges together. So love to hear from you if you um, have any questions about pets or animals. So thank you so much for joining us today. You can find us on RidingInTheWeeds.com and on all major podcast platforms. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or if you just want to suggest another topic. That would be awesome. So thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time.
0: See you later.